Over the past five years, I've made millions as an agency owner, but none of it would have been possible without the ability to adapt. Now, in today's video, I'm going to predict what the future holds for agency owners coming into 2024 and some of the crucial trends that are set to turn this industry on its head. Now, SMMA is evolving. And if there's one thing I've learned is that staying static is going to leave you behind. Gone are the days when Facebook ads was a new opportunity for business owners. We now have more agency owners and more services to sell than ever before. So whilst we're now in the era of the most opportunity, it's also the most competitive. So any talk of SMMA dying over the next few years is ridiculous. Agencies have been around since 1786. It's a business model that'll far exceed all of our lifetimes as long as we continue to adapt, which we will. Actually, one of my favorite stories of adaptation in this industry is J. Walter Thompson or JWT. They're an agency that were founded in 1864 in an era where everybody just sold their products through listing the benefits. Okay, it does X, Y, Z. Do you want it? Yes or no. James Walter Thompson came along and said, hang on a second, we can do things a little bit better here and came up with a concept of trademark advertising in which companies started to brand their products, create emotion behind the way they were selling them. And hence the foundations of modern advertising were formed. Now, JWT is a company that still exists to this day. It survived two world wars, the industrial revolution, the birth of the internet, the rise of social media, and it makes over half a billion dollars every single year. This company has survived over hundreds of years in one industry through relentless adaptation. So what do you reckon their board of directors would say to the 16-year-old kid on YouTube that asked, is SMMA dying? <laughs> okay, look, we must adapt or your SMMA will at least die. It is crucial as business owners that we understand or at least we predict what is going to happen in the future so we can pave our foundations in a way that can support the future that is yet to come. Now, as you may know, I own a seven-figure agency. We're an e-commerce growth agency, but we didn't start this way. I literally started from calling out of my friend's bedroom to local restaurants, local gyms, local dentists, the classic free SMMA niches back from five years ago. And I'd sign up local businesses and run local Facebook lead generation ads. In fact, for some of the clients, I even just boosted the posts when I first started out you absolutely could not do this anymore and I scaled that business and as the times changed as TikTok launched I started offering that as a service as email marketing started getting more effective for e-commerce brands we stacked that on as well and we adapted over time to get to where we are today but if I continued doing the exact same thing I was doing in my first 12 months I would have missed out on the first boom of the e-commerce industry I would not have reaped the rewards of that because I wouldn't have transitioned niche and therefore I wouldn't have cemented the position that my agency is in in, in that industry right now. We wouldn't have made the money we've made. We wouldn't be working with the caliber of clients that we have the privilege to work with. So it's not only about adapting to the changes within the industry, but also recognizing future trends that are set to take off so you can get there early before everyone else, reap the rewards, and therefore propel yourself so much further ahead than all of your current peers. And that leads me on to nicely my first prediction in this video, because not all trends are going to take off. In fact, jumping on the wrong trend can be detrimental to your business. And I've talked about this before, but I continue to predict that the agency SaaS model that has been promoted over the past 12 months will fall and demise and will cease to exist as we know it right now. We've seen so many new agency gurus join the YouTube space over the past 12 months, many of them proudly wearing the agency SaaS flag, the brand new opportunity, the biggest, newest, shiniest object in the make money 
online space. Now, unfortunately, so many of those have now faced very public failures. In 25 days or 26 days, seven customers generated. So we got $3,500 in revenue. So we basically went back or um, we lost $13,000 within the first 25 days. Because of the trends they jumped on was not here to stay because it fundamentally did not work. So who started as agency owners have now been denounced to not much more than affiliate marketers. So what I do is that I decide to promote this software called Go High Level because it was paying 40% recurring monthly commissions for everyone that I signed up to the software. So as the channel started getting more and more views, I was basically plugging in my affiliate link everywhere and anywhere I could. So you have to be very careful when identifying trends on whether or not they are legitimate or whether there is an ulter ulterior benefit elsewhere. With this agency SaaS model, it was very clear. The real money was made from the start from the go high level affiliate commissions, not from the business model itself. And anyone who's ever owned an SMMA for any extended period of time will have recognized that this trend was not worth jumping on because they understand the minds of the customer and what they truly want. So this will continue to die off, but it won't be the last time that something like this happens. So be very aware of this moving into the future. Now, my second prediction is that AI agencies are here to stay and will continue to grow but not in the way most people would think they will. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, AI automation agencies or AAA or AIAA, these buzzwords that have been coined by new YouTubers in the last few months and the space is going crazy over them right now because it's a new opportunity, it's a new shiny object, it's the quickest way to make a million in the next six months. Is it a shiny object that should be ignored or is it a trend you should jump on? I'm going to give you my unbiased opinion today and I want to come into this laying the foundation that I am obsessed with AI. I use it in absolutely every area of my business as do, does everybody in my team. I welcome AI businesses and the implementation of AI. If you're not using it on a daily basis, you will fall behind very, very quickly. Now, it's only natural that AI businesses are going to be born in the wake of this. It was only November last year. I was talking to Joe, the co-founder founder my agency, I was talking about the AI director role that we're looking to hire for, okay? Getting someone in as a dedicated team member full-time, optimizing your processes by using AI, saving thousands of hours over a yearly basis. This will be a role that you'll see in every corporate company within the next 12 to 24 months. This also then transpires into the agency opportunity where you can essentially do the exact same thing as an agency owner. That is ultimately where I see AI automation agencies going. Joining companies for a small period of time, like a growth partner, like a fractional AI a director, optimizing all of their processes, saving them a lot of time, that is a very valuable service offering right now. Now, what we are seeing in reality right now is most AI agencies are nothing more than a chatbot agency. And five years ago, when many chat was all the rage, we were doing the exact same thing. We just weren't automatically responding through a bot. Now, granted, we're saving a huge amount of time and these AI chatbots are incredibly valuable tools. I actually have instructed a company to build one out for myself. But we are still talking about a very isolated, very small range of services we can offer as an AI agency right now. So I do not believe it is that much of a viable business option for the majority of people in the context of the way it is being promoted. 
What do I mean by that? I mean that the majority of people that are learning about the AI automation agency business model are beginners wanting to make their first 10K. And I do not believe it is a suitable business model for those individuals. Number one, you need to be tech savvy and you need to understand AI. Number two, you need to understand how to sell to a higher caliber of business. Only businesses that can afford a 5 to 10K service are going to be working with you uh, because it's going to take you a lot of time to build these chatbots. And number three, it doesn't provide the entire solution. You are far better off starting an SMMA or an alternative agency that provides a more important solution of generating revenue, direct trackable revenue for a business first and then exploring stacking additional AI services on top. So if you wanna make 10K a month in 2024, don't go and launch an AI agency from scratch unless you already have a successful SMMA. If you have a successful SMMA already, it's a great option for service stacking. Okay. Do I believe it's the best service right now? No. Do I believe it is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the future? Absolutely. And am I going to be keeping my eyes on it so we can adopt an AI-based service within our agency in the future? Absolutely. But is it there yet? I'm not sure. So just quickly, if you want to build an agency from zero to 10K right now, my best advice for you is you start with an SMMA. If you're interested by AI, and you absolutely should be, you can add an additional service that will complement that foundational revenue tracked service in the future. That would be my advice right now. And I'd welcome a debate on that topic as well. If any of you AI YouTube guys are watching this right now, you know who you are, drop me a message on IG, we'll jump on a call, we'll have a chat to hear your side, AAA or AIAA versus SMMA for beginners. What is better? I want to hear your opinion. I'm genuinely interested. Okay, prediction number three. I believe that agency owners in a broad sense, and I say agency owners in a broad sense because we mentioned these labels like SaaS, like uh, AAA, etc. SMMA, it's tiring remembering all these things, okay? We are all just agency owners, regardless of what label we put on ourselves. Like humans, we are all just human beings. Regardless of what label we put on ourselves, that is who we are. I believe more agencies in general over the next 12 to 24 months are going to transition to being more of a growth partner, a one-stop shop agency for a very specific niche. What do I mean by that? Well, let's say you are currently an ad agency and you work with clothing brands mainly, okay? That's the niche that you get the majority of results for, e-commerce clothing brands. Well, when you start working with an e-commerce clothing brand, you offer Facebook ads as the main service. Facebook ads are the most profitable ad platform for most e-com clothing brands. Now, when you start doing Facebook ads, you recognize for them to work well, you need really good content in UGC. And so you start either farming out your creative capabilities or you bring it in-house and build your own team so you can extend that to a creative. And at some point, the client is looking to make a little bit more money and they start looking at how terrible their email marketing, Clavio, is going. And so again, you have this decision. You either farm it out to somebody else or you bring it in-house. And then they're looking to make the farm or tweaks. They're making a million a month. What do we do? How can we make this extra revenue? Or maybe we want to stack TikTok on there as well, a little bit of organic, or we could look at their conversion rate optimization on their website to get those extra percents out of their monthly revenue. And all of a sudden, as an agency, we have molded our service around one specific niche based on their specific needs. 
and hence we've become more of a growth partner or a one-stop shop. Now, I truly believe that as an agency, if you offer a service that fully encompasses everything that your client could potentially need in order for them to scale their company, then you have a service that's incredibly hard to compete with. It's also incredibly hard for your clients to leave you because you literally have your fingers in every single pie within their business. And they're not going to want to because it's been a natural progression of stacking these additional services and you are making them so much money on a monthly basis. Now, this is gonna sound intimidating for beginners. This is a natural progression for advanced agency owners. You're not gonna do this when you first start out. I'd always recommend starting off with just one service when you're first starting out. Keep it simple. You're gonna learn these services over time. You might be working with a kitchen and bathroom showrooms, for example, like we were in Renault Reach. And then all of a sudden, we keep encountering this same issue where they are limited with staff. And so we start offering a service where we run ads to recruit new kitchen fitters for our clients. So we eliminate that excuse. And all of a sudden, we are offering a very unique service versus all of our competitors. And I've noticed the change in the landscape over the past six months or so in conversations with business owners. They're getting frustrated with having to communicate with so many different agencies. I've got my web agency, I've got my email agency, I've got my Facebook agency, etc. And it's very tiresome. And those relationships differ. It's so much easier to maintain one single relationship. If you ask 10 businesses whether they'd rather work with one agency or 10 agencies, the majority of them are going to choose one. But I want to reaffirm, if you're a new start agency owner, if you have less than 10 clients right now, don't even consider transitioning to offering all these additional services. Okay, I've been there. I've done that way too soon before I had the team infrastructure and I almost killed my agency. We had to scale right back down to one or two services. Now, if you fast forward to today, we have done things properly and we are more of a growth partner, a one-stop shop agency because I know that is where the industry is going to go and I want to get ahead of everybody else. But if I had under 10 clients, I would not even be considering this. So just listen to me. Don't think you're smart by getting ahead, by running before you can walk. Because if you can't even walk, there's no point trying to run. Why do I get angry then? That's the anger. That, you know, that's the... <laughs> Do the anger. Their anger is there because I know I'm going to get a message from someone that says, I, I'm, I've got three clients and I'm going to, I've offered Facebook hands and e-commerce and I do email and I do UGC and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Do you know the mess that you've put yourself in? Just listen to my advice. Do not consider this as a beginner. Long term, this is your play. You're going to get a lot further ahead and your competitors will be wondering why they can't keep up with you. Okay, prediction number four, hyper-personalized outreach. I've spoken about this before and this kind of ties, ties us back to the AI point. We have so many AI tools right now that try and replicate our face to make us look like we're recording personalized videos. They try and mimic personalized emails by reading someone's LinkedIn profile, but it's all really quite gimmicky and it's not quite there yet. Okay, oh, I saw that you just got a job as a new director at this company and you were born in this place like they're like, who the hell is this person? This doesn't sound natural at all. So I don't believe the algorithm is there yet with hyper-personalization, but it is going to get better and better with every single week that comes. And agencies that keep an eye on this technology and are the first to get there when it actually gets good, they're the ones that are gonna win. Because once a few agencies, and by a few, I mean a few thousand agencies, cotton on to this. 
okay? And it starts going viral and people start making YouTube videos about it. And believe me, I'm not going to make a YouTube video about it. When this shit goes down, when this technology is usable, the only people that are going to hear about this are my private community. Because I don't want hundreds of thousands of other agency owners jumping on this and killing it before we get the rewards. Because it's going to be a very short-term thing. When this hyper-personalization comes to market properly and the use case is there, it's going to be a bloodbath going to be an absolute gold rush for the agencies that know about it. And they're going to make so much money. But when it goes mass market and everybody starts using it, it becomes the new norm. Business owners are going to get wise to it and it'll simply stop working. But there is a silver lining because when everybody's sick of the AI automations and the impersonalized, personalized outreach, the lazy outreach, essentially, real human connections are going to come back. And things like cold calling and door to door and networking events are going to thrive in the same way that they are now. I believe we're in an era and a period right now where cold calls and human connection, that kind of sale is working exceptionally well. Will we come out of that when things get automated again? Maybe, but as an agency owner, we adapt to the changes, we adapt to trends, and we stay liquid. Okay, that's it for now. Let me know your predictions in the comments below, and I'll see you soon. Cheers.